All right, our score after two here in game one of the Ledyard Bank Classic in Hanover, New Hampshire, on the campus of Dartmouth College is Union 3 and Merrimack 1. I'm Mike Mackley with John Leahy. This second intermission is brought to you by the Merrimack Graduate School, where at Merrimack you can earn your master's degree in just one year. Merrimack offers graduate programs in business, science and engineering, and education and social policy. Log on to merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Guest here in the second intermission is Josh Sagan from College Hockey News, where he's the ECAC correspondent. And Josh, first two periods here. I mean, Merrimack, I thought, got off to a good start. They got a power play goal early on, some good shifts early on, about a six to one edge in shots or so. But since then, it's been all union. Yeah, I mean, when I mean, it just seemed like you know they got to get off to the uh, to the better start. They get that power play goal, get a little momentum off of that, and then uh, Union get their power play, and it, that seemed to change the momentum a little bit. You know, they get the goal from Wilkins right after that, um, and they and they took the, they've taken the momentum, and they've really stifled Merrimack, and probably since then. And both coaches really playing their backup goaltenders today. Uh, for Merrimack, it's due to the uh, unavailability of Colin Delia, who continues to be day-to-day, not in the lineup today. So Drew Vogel getting the start for Union. It is uh, getting the start. It is Jake Kupski, uh, who hasn't played all that much this year. Alex Akeleropoulos has really taken over that job, and uh, which I, I think is an indication of how well Akeleropoulos has played. But still, you know, really, it's kind of unusual that you have a couple of, I guess, really second-string goaltenders facing each other tonight. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm actually really surprised that Kupski got the opportunity tonight. But you know, coaches they they kind of have their their instincts, gun instincts, and they have their feelings. And what's really weird about it is Sakalopoulos had a great game against Merrimack the first time out. He shut them out, and so it, it just it, it surprised me that Kupski got the odd nod because, as you said, Sack, as they call him out there, really has taken that job and run with it. So which team is the real union team, the one that got off to a slower start this year or the one that now is on the verge of going six straight without a loss? I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, you know, the, the, these like what we talked about in the, pre, the pregame, I, I thought, you know, union's been a weird team this year. They had that really long, you know, losing run where they didn't win any games. They, they lost a bunch of overtime games in that stretch. Um and lately, they've just got scoring. Tonight, it's from different guys, different guys that haven't really put the puck in the net for him. Cruz with his first of the year, you know, Supinski with his second. It, it just, you know, it just seems like they're getting more scoring. But you know, there's there's one name on there that's really low on points and goals, and that's Mike Vecchione. Kid has a world of talent, but um, I would assume that this is an, this is the Union team we'll see for the year. I, I mean, they weren't supposed to be that great at the beginning of the year. I mean, I had them ninth in ECAC preseason, if I remember right. Um, But they've really come on. They've gained confidence and they're playing really well right now. It's a young team, so you know, to a certain extent it's a rebuilding year for Rick Bennett, but let's talk now about Dartmouth, who Merrimack will see tomorrow night, and uh, that'll be in this, the really uh, the fourth game of this tournament. It's already preset the pairings. Merrimack faces Dartmouth tomorrow at 7 o'clock. What, what do you know about Dartmouth? Yeah, Dartmouth just struggles defensively. Um, you know, They lost a high percentage of their scoring from last season. They're not getting as much possession of the puck. Um, you know they're def- they've lost they lost a few key defensemen from last year as well, and they just haven't recovered. Um, they're a young team too, right? They're very young. very young. They're very young, and they you know they have some pretty good pieces in Grant Opperman and um, a few of their why uh, you know uh, Shearhorn, their captain. But other than that, they're they're really uh, shorthanded. 
And then uh, a couple of weeks, or actually just a week from now, just about, uh, next Friday and Saturday, Merrimack goes out to Cornell to, to face the big red. Cornell coming off now that will be their second loss of the year, 8 to nothing. surprisingly enough, against Ohio State in the championship game of the Florida College Classic. Uh, any thoughts on Cornell? Yeah, I mean, that that's just a weird result to me. You know, Cornell is usually big, tough, you know, plays a very similar style to Merrimack. You know, big, tough, good defensively, well disciplined. I mean, they probably just had a bad game down there in Florida. They come off that big win against Providence the night before. You know, probably just a letdown performance. And I, I, I was a little low on Cornell coming in the year. I thought they'd struggle... Um, getting some goal scoring, and they and they've had their ups and downs. They started the year really good, you know, uh, scoring, but you know they lost some key guys, and they're dealing with some injuries. So, you know, but they've been to the surprise in ECAC so far. I mean, they're they're seventh in the pairwise rankings. It, you know, they're they're sitting pretty uh, sitting pretty, but it'll be interesting to see if they can continue that. Uh, who's doing the goaltending these days for Cornell? Uh, how's how's the goaltending been? Because that's something that's always been a hallmark of the good. Cornell teams is outstanding goaltending. Yeah, Mitch Gillum had a great year. Uh, he and Hayden Stewart uh, split a lot of the time last year, and this year it's been mostly Mitch Gillum. I mean, he, Gillum has been pretty good. I haven't checked that the the goals against average after the you know eight eight nothing game. I'm sure it's much higher than what it was, but it was around 1.5, 1.6. So he he was looking pretty good up until then. Uh, he, he's pretty solid. He's another. I remember right. He's a pretty small guy, like 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 Isles was for for so long. Um, and he, you know, he's a consistent goaltender. But the problem with that was that last year, um, Schaefer thought that neither of his two goaltenders stepped up when it at, at tournament time, and that that was why they struggled down the stretch. We are talking with Josh Sagan. He is the ECAC correspondent for College Hockey News. And Merrimack in the middle of a stretch here against ECAC teams. The Warriors had some good success early on in the year against St. Lawrence and Clarkson. Uh, and since then, you know, they, they had a loss against Union uh, over Thanksgiving. Trailing Union again here tonight. They'll play Dartmouth. They'll play Cornell and, uh, tomorrow and the next week. Uh, but... Talking about the ECAC, the, the league just seems to be very deep. When I think about who's the best team in the league, then I would say, you know, who, who I mean, who is it? Is it Harvard? Is it Quinnipiac? Is it Yale, who, who, who I think still deserves to be in that mix at some point, especially with the goaltending that they have? Uh, what, what's your take? Who, who's the best team right now? I, obviously Quinnipiac. They, you know, they have one loss. They, they, they started the season with that long unbeaten streak, losing in the, in the last game of the first half. Uh, they picked up two more wins over last week and against Princeton. They, they're clearly the top right now, but Harvard is playing well too. They, they go out to the Notre Dame tournament a few weeks uh, over Thanksgiving break. They won that tournament. Yeah, they're in the they're playing Minnesota tonight in the in the finals of the Mariucci Classic. Um, they've picked up some big wins. Um, Yale just struggles scoring. They they get they get tons. Though their course is very high. They get tons of possession. They just they just struggle to put the puck in the net. They don't have that guy that can uh, that can put the puck in the net for them. Harvard does, obviously. Which, which Harvard, I mean, Harvard, even Quinnipiac does. Yeah. Quinnipiac has just a, a group of guys that can put the puck in the net. But Harvard, you know, they have they have VZ, they they have Criscolo, they, they have a long list of guys that can put the puck in the net for them. Um, and I think at the at the end of the year, I think when it comes to ECAT tournament time, I think I think Harvard has the edge. 
Harvard's playing Quinnipiac coming up here too. Harvard, they've got a stretch of three games that I think are going to be huge for them against Minnesota, uh, Quinnipiac, and BU. Uh, uh, those are going to go a long way to it's telling us just, you know, is Harvard the type of team that can you know, make the NCAA tournament but, you know, maybe go out in the first or second round, or are they a Frozen Four national championship caliber team? I think these next three games are going to tell us. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I will definitely see them on Thursday night against BU, and then they go down to New York City for that uh, game that they started with Yale down at MSG um, on Saturday against Quinnipiac. You know, those are big games. Like Minnesota tonight, those are big games. Those teams are skilled. Those teams put the puck in the net as well. The, the question with Harvard is can they stop them? Because, you know, that was the biggest question for them uh, coming into the year. And the only real offense they've played this year has been Quinnipiac. And, they you know, they gave up five goals and they... they they, they lost to Quinnipiac. I think it was like 5-1, 5-2 or something like that. And they, they, did, they didn't look good. So it, it's an interesting test for them tonight against Minnesota and, and BU on Thursday and Quinnipiac again next Saturday. All right, Josh, thanks a lot. We appreciate your time. Folks, check out his work at collegehockeynews.com, the ECAC correspondent for College Hockey News. Josh Sagan, Happy New Year, and uh, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night, too. Oh, absolutely. I'll see you. All right, our score here at the end of two is Union 3, Merrimack 1. John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.